Broadcasting all over the world from cinemageekly.com, it's the Cinema Geekly Podcast, with Anthony Lewis, Aaron De La Osa, Glenn Bove, and Cody Kelly. Podcast episode 75 brought to you as it always is by all of our excellent partners in crime over at cinemageekly.com slash support. Uh, all places, I, I have all of us used these places in the past, or I, I know yes. for a fact that Aaron and I have. Uh, Cody, uh, Glenn, have you done your due diligence and sh- ever shopped through any of these people before? Because if not, you're fired. <laughs> um, oh. The only one I haven't so far, I think, is Thing Geek. Okay. But um, I plan to. With uh, those fucking Batman footy pajamas. And Glenn, I know oh, you're yeah. <laughs> I know you're going to plead the fifth on this. No, I've used all of them. I've oh, used Fandango and Amazon hands down the most, but yeah, I've I've bought stuff on the gink. Yeah, all of our uh, excellent partners in crime, like I said, cinemageekly.com slash support. Uh, we have affiliate programs with ThinkGeek and Fandango and Amazon, all well known companies. And uh, all we ask you to do is just go there. Uh, cinemageekly.com slash support and then click those banners and shop like normal. That is the only extra step you have to do. Click mm-hmm. a banner. That's fucking it. That's amazing how simple we have simplified it. It is it is so easy. Uh, just go through those banners and shop like you normally would and it doesn't cost you anything extra and uh, those fine places send us money back. People keep doing this all the time. Um, I mean, people would have to start doing it like crazy. Uh, for us to make money off of it. Like, I'm talking, like, thousands of dollars a week uh, in order for us to make money. But you know what? Uh, People are doing it. It seems like almost every day now I'm getting stuff uh, from all of these places in in one form or fashion, either just through clicks or through purchases. And uh, what we need is about a 1,000 of them all at once to spend a dollar, like at ThinkGeek, like, on the same day. Yes. If we could coordinate that. That would raise... A a 1,000 of you listening to this get together on Facebook... And accomplish this. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you can buy anything for a dollar, but I mean, but if they could pull their money and you know maybe share what Wait. they get <laughs> <laughs> in some form or fashion. Yes, uh, we should do. Uh, uh, Aaron, I, I may send you on a on a on a fact finding expedition to see if there's something worth a thousand dollars on ThinkGeek uh, that could be possibly shared amongst. Uh, I'm trying to remember how much the Iron Throne is. Um, but yeah, all of those places, by the way, uh, affiliates of Cinema Geekly, all of the purchases you make through those banners come back to help us out. And like I said, people are doing it all the time, every day. And uh, yeah, it, it's adding up little bit by little bit, and it helps uh, lessen the out-of-pocket expenses for keeping the website on the interwebs. Um, so I think we're down to uh, to what now? Nine days on the Kickstarter thing, you guys? Um, I, I don't want to be negative. I don't want to be a. I don't want to be a negative Ned about this. Do you want me to be negative for you? I don't want to be a negative Ned Stark. Uh, I don't want to lose my head over this, uh, Aaron. But uh, it, it seems like. Oh no, it's worse than that. We're we're down to eight days. Oh. Um, it, right. I'm starting to I'm starting to get the sinking feeling that this might not be working. Yeah, I, I'm I'm picking up on that too a little bit. Yeah. Um, so here, so here's the deal. Um, we are, we're going to let it run its eight days 
and uh, people are free to do or not do anything with it as they choose. Um, Probably not. <laughs> if it uh, if it does not get funded, uh, which it is unlikely to be at this point, if it does not get funded, uh, nobody has to spend any of their money. It, uh, nobody gets charged anything. That's how uh, this Kickstarter deal works. Uh, so yeah, nothing will nothing will have happened to the people who did pledge. And by the way, thank you for doing that. But um, nothing will happen to your money. It will remain in, the, in its bank accounts. And uh, I guess uh, the idea here is that we're going to maybe try to retool it a little bit and try to relaunch it sometime around Comic Con time. Yes. Um, so yeah, we're going to see uh, we're going to see if retooling it a little bit uh, and changing the the goal orientation and uh, and some of the other stuff maybe that will work and. Uh, and hopefully we can do something where, you know, we can launch it and then on the same day actually get a podcast out that talks about the thing we're launching. Wouldn't that uh, be nice? <laughs> I, believe we were, I believe we were a week into our last Kickstarter campaign before we could even talk about it on the podcast. So Yeah, I've, uh, I've got some ideas kicking around in my head uh, for some of the incentives. So just trust us, people. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll do you right this time. Indeed. Um, so let's talk about the week that was in movies and TVs. And uh, Aaron, what a week. The first, well, the fir- first things first. Uh, CW is uh, <laughs> is ready to premiere uh, the new Flash TV show, and uh, they ran into a, a small crisis, uh, almost an infinite crisis, you could call, <laughs> uh, when their uh, when the pilot episode leaked onto the interwebs through oh, one yeah. of those through one of those hidden series of tubes. It, it just found its way out there. <laughs> And uh, do you, uh, how many of you guys have, have you, any of you guys seen it outside of Aaron? I, I have also seen it. I, I didn't I get a chance to see it. it. Okay, so it's just me and Aaron? Or Glenn, did you get to see it? No, I didn't get to. Okay. Neither one of the DC guys. Okay. Uh, Spoiler I, I alert, to... it is still out on the torrent websites. If you know where to go, you can, it can still be found. Right. <laughs> um, just an FYI. If CW is hearing that, I did not say torrent i said something that rhymes with it that you thought uh, abhorrent you're sure. talking about oh yes Hayden it was christensen's acting ability it's just <laughs> abhorrent i was talking about online piracy aaron as I... oh well that's abhorrent too absolutely would never be on that um no. so tell us about this episode that you saw because you're on the list of cw's approved viewers uh, for pilot episodes, I actually watched it uh, when it was on YouTube. So that this this one's off of me. Oh, you there know, you go. Whoever uploaded it, you know that that that's on them. Uh, no, it was good. I mean, you know, given a pilot episode, I think you know, there were a couple of things like they have to fine tune a little bit. There were a couple of you know cheesy dialogue lines like Grant Gustin. I, I thought was amazing uh, as Barry Allen on the Flash. He has a very likable quality. I, I wish he would kind of just like get a little bit rocked up. Like I'm, I'm not talking like Batista, but I mean he's got to just just tighten it up just a tinge. Uh, but, but man, they this pilot episode they really. To me, it, it sort of confirms that these TV series, meaning Flash and Arrow, are tied are tied to the DCU, just from uh, a couple of Easter eggs they dropped, you know, throughout the show, and then you know the final scene of the pilot episode. I mean, holy shit! Uh, wow, so good. There's so much going on in this show, so much that they're doing right. Uh, I could not be any more excited for it. Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was pretty good too. Um, it, it definitely felt, even though the same people who did the uh, the I believe it's the first season of Arrow. I don't know, if, Cody. Do you know? Did, I think they did the the, the Arrow pilot. Right, right. Okay. Um, 
yeah, even though it's the same crew, it didn't feel exactly like I mean, I don't know the best way to describe it. It felt a little more comic booky to me, I guess. Much more, uh, yeah. There was yeah. a lot more humor in it because you know that's just more the character. Agreed, and well, that and I think it helps that there's superpowers in this, and Arrow has a distinct lack of you know there's a there's a distinct lack of superpowers at least in in you know like what flash has or uh right weather wizard of course or gorilla grad uh, that they showed also yes, that little yes. teaser there yes um uh so yeah we might as well the might as well talk about the uh the spoiler at the end aaron and and where you think this is leading to and what it is that they're talking about because the image is gigantically plastered on the facebook page and it's pretty much everywhere else when people heard about the flash pilot leaking that's the picture that was everywhere so mm-hmm. might as well discuss it go ahead um what are, what are we what are we looking at at this uh this uh this newspaper clipping well there's a couple things in there you can see from the flash suit itself the the background does become white i know a lot of people were complaining about that on the suit so eventually his suit will you know what we're seeing now won't be the, the last form of the suit we're gonna see and the suit now i don't mind i like it it works you know for what they're trying to accomplish him starting out and everything yeah uh but you mean you see that the red skies vanishing that refers to the anti-monitor stuff uh with the infinity crisis uh wayne tech and queen consolidated uh or queen incorporated they merged together yep. so that's confirming that batman is indeed in this universe itself uh in the year 2024 i mean following along dcu's you know almost mapped out plan i mean if they're going to do a justice league two or three 2024 would be the perfect time to do the infinity crisis so i mean it, it it's all lining up uh like really well and there were other things in the show too like when oliver told barry that the lightning chose him i mean that's followed right along with the comics where the flash went back and you know had to save himself as, as a little boy and then you know strike himself to become the flash i mean so it's it's all tied up very nicely, so it's, uh, man, very exciting. Uh, Cody, based on what Aaron has just said, and based on the one image you got to see of a newspaper clipping, are you uh, are you pretty excited about uh, where the show's heading? Yeah, I've been excited since they first brought that dude on those couple episodes of Arrow. Still wearing the chin strap in the newspaper clipping, I should add. Yeah, yeah that doesn't bother me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm excited. Um, I think it's only good things can come from it more comic book stuff on TV is all right by me. Uh, Glenn, do you know much about this infinity crisis thing? And if so, please help me. Cause I, I don't know jack shit. Um, I couldn't really summarize it off the top of my head. No, <laughs> <laughs> there's infinite crises and crises. And um, I don't know, Aaron, what, can you give me a synopsis? Is this impossible to, to synopsize? Is that a word? <laughs> I'm guessing no. <laughs> uh, there's been a few of them, so it's kind of hard for me to keep track. Like there was Crisis, Infinite Crisis, Final Crisis, I think. Lord. Yeah, it's it just depends on hard what for me you to want. Keep track. <laughs> right. That's what we need to say. You're like, uh, well, um, which one? There's and... been there's been six crises. Um, okay, so it, we it's uncertain where they're headed. We just no, have it, a this one's more based on Crisis of Infinite Earths, where. Uh, where you know the, the Flash uh, sacrifices himself to destroy the antimatter cannon, and you know ends up bouncing back in time to save himself and then help himself become himself. It's uh, it's very complicated. I can see. Right. Let me see here. What else have we got? Oh yes, of course. How could we forget? Uh, the new Shrek film is <laughs> got another trailer for it. Uh, 
there was dubstep in it. Uh, the turtles, we heard, I think we heard all of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles voices and they all sounded creepy to me and not right. Um, and Corey Feldman sounded not creepy and right. (laughs) Well, okay, (laughs) shut up. Uh, Shredder, I believe is now some sort of robot. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, I don't know, the, I'm not liking it. I don't know. What did, did Aaron, (laughs) what do you got to say about it? Oh, I'm still nowhere near pleased about this, but it's almost getting to the point where uh, if it was put out by the asylum, I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, (laughs) it's almost really starting to head down a Sharknado path, and I'm really excited to see where it goes to see how bad it can get. Because if it's worse than Green Lantern, I just may have to buy it uh, just to always look at it and kind of giggle. I mean, we did discuss the possibilities that they're not really mutated turtles, that they're really like humans that got mutated. Right. And it's kind of looking that way. Cause if you look at their shells, don't look like they're part of them. They're just, they're strapped on to their backs somehow. I mean, wouldn't, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm thinking lips. too deep into the yeah lips. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Cody, are you on, are you on board for this uh, fifth Shrek film? All right. Um, this new trailer looked better to me. I thought, okay. Um, there was some stuff in it. Like, uh, there's a part, I can't remember the dude's name. The dude who we thought was going to be Shredder. Oh, yeah. I, I don't remember. Wayne Fitchner? Yeah, Fitchner. Oh, oh. Okay. Well, there's a part where he's talking to a dude who's, like, in the shadow talking about a suit and everything. So I'm mm-hmm. thinking that dude in the shadow is going to be the guy who's actually Shredder. Oh, Rokusaki? Yeah, which I hope is the case because I don't want that Fitchner guy being the Shredder. <laughs> that makes a but... lot of sense, though. Come on. But, I don't know, yeah, I guess just overall that trailer looked better to me than any of the stuff they've released before. Uh, there's still a lot of Michael Bay touches that you can see just oh, from yeah. the trailer, which bug me. But I'm going to give it a shot either way, just to just to see how it goes. But the trailer looked better to me than the previous stuff. You know what's weird? I am I know I just spent like a minute and a half trashing the shit out of this but i actually kind of agree with cody that it does look that trailer did look better than the other trailer which just uh, although i i would say that that should signify the low bar set by the previous trailer but i don't know glenn uh, maybe i don't know maybe maybe it didn't uh maybe it's not just swaying cody a little bit glenn maybe it swayed you what do you think uh having seen michael bay's latest installment in his filmography <laughs> uh it's visit bode well but okay. I, just to play devil's advocate, sure. There's a part in that trailer where they where they ask her like, "Oh, are they aliens?" She's like, "No, they're not aliens. They're turtles." Because that would be stupid. Yeah. And I sit here <laughs> and you listen to all of us saying, "Oh, they have lips. Oh, their shells aren't." Head. We're talking about a film that's dealing with thi- with turtles. Yeah, but we want them to be our ninjas. turtles. I, I mean, I, I know. I'm just saying, like. <laughs> a dumb idea is still a dumb idea. Well, agreed, agreed. I mean, as much as I love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, it is pretty stupid. Um, so, you say that because you didn't grow up like in the late '80s, early '90s. That's that's also true, but I mean, I, I didn't say it was bad. I just said like it is. It's, <laughs> it's still a, very yeah. juvenile. It's a I really mean, it's, goofy idea, and I agree. yeah. I mean, it's not. <laughs> so, so I I like that they kind of, I guess they ref self ref whatever they reference that to themselves right. uh so i appreciate that but yeah it's still garbage 
<laughs> ultimately, we get to the actual point, which is trash. Um, I, I, I don't know. It could, it could turn around. I mean, it could shock everybody and be good, but it's just, it's really not looking like, I don't know. Um, so Aaron, there is, I guess, some sort of Deadpool rumor that was floating around and you've, you've done some, you've, you've done some debunking work. What's the story going on here? There's a... A Korean celebrity, like TMZ, kind of drama entertainment site, uh, K-Drama Stars, and they've really been on a roll. I think with Comic-Con coming up, they're really counting on driving up their web traffic uh, and all that because they're putting out some ridiculous stories. But the only problem is, is in checking the stories, I was you know, trying to verify their sources and all that so I could you know, read the, the full articles for myself and all that. Well, their sources don't exist. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, it, it's to be good for them for having the balls to be like, yeah, I'm just going to quote the Philadelphia Jackalope here is saying this and that, and it's like, oh, okay, Michael source, Bean. Their right. source is really, 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 really officialmovienews.com. Right, yeah. <laughs> We're not bullshitting you, we promise.org. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so it, I, I pretty much, like, I, I was done with that one from Jump. I mean, th- there were a couple of promising things to start, and then once they mentioned Michael Bean, I was like, okay, there, there's some horse shit coming off of here. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a, definitely what it sounds like. Yeah. Um, we got another extended look at Guardians of the Galaxy and an extended TV uh, TV spot. Uh, movie continues to impress. Uh, this would, by the way, I and I think Glenn would say yes, and I would probably still agree that because this movie does feature a uh, a, a talking tree and raccoon, that it that it is uh, silly. But uh, I believe this silly movie definitely has potential to be better than the silly movie with turtles in it. No, Glenn? Well, yeah. I mean, it, you we could go deeper if you really want to have this argument. But yeah, it does <laughs> better. Well, no, no. I mean, I'm not saying it's. Of, of course, it's it's um, it's silly and 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 ridiculous. But um, there's de- there's definitely good there's definitely good silly and bad silly and uh, really fucking bad. Si- I mean, I I don't want to prejudge the 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 turtles movie, but so far everything I've seen from it just not not even from the standpoint of. Uh, not even from the standpoint of you know how it sounds or just the way it, it's all looking like it's coming together seems like a bad movie. So uh, it, I don't know. It feels like it's every leftover Michael Bay idea that he doesn't. He's not directing this movie, and he's like, "Here's my book of shit that I'm not putting in Transformers. Feel free to use it for this movie." <laughs> and it's like, Christ, bottom of the barrel. Uh, it feels like. So I don't know. I don't know. That's uh, definitely not a barrel you want to be in the bottom of. <laughs> no, no one wants to be in the bottom of that barrel. Um, Better that than a Brian Singer barrel. Oh, yeesh. <laughs> is that a has that thing concluded yet? Are we are we could still be ripping on no, Brian Singer? There's nothing. I, I, there's I, I no no, it 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 it's all small like horseshit. You know, it, it, it quietly it quietly it's quietly kind of going away. Yeah. yeah. Um. Aaron is on a is on a single handed quest to try to get Loot Crate as a as an advertiser uh, <laughs> for Cinema Geekly. Um, he's got a, a a review up for for this month's box. By the way, uh, in case people haven't checked out the video yet or uh, looked at any of that stuff, tell people what Loot Crate is real quick. I think we may have mentioned it on the show in the past, but uh, I'm I'm not positive that we did. So why don't you tell everybody what it is real quick? Because it's a it's a really cool service. Yeah, and and there are a few others like it. I I even tried a different one. I just got uh, 
a box today from another uh, another company. Uh, Loot Crate's a service. Essentially, uh, you can send yourself a gift uh, once a month. You can subscribe. Uh, and what they do is they have different themes. Uh, that this next one coming out is going to be you know comic book villains. Uh, this one that was this was uh, was Transformers. The one before that was Adventure. It was like Adventure Time and Link you know Link theme stuff. But what it is, it's uh, it's always a T-shirt. And a bunch of little goodies, like it could be a statue, it could be a toy, like an iPhone cover, but it's all going to be in the theme of stuff that's very nerd, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. It's, so the, the Transformers shirt was a mashup of Back to the Future and Optimus Prime. I mean, there was a, a couple of jazz figures in there, some candy, uh, Major League Gaming threw some stuff in. So, I mean, it's all very fitting to to us and, and our the people who listen. So, uh, right. I figured I'd give it a shot, and I liked it, and... Uh, the one I just did, Nerd Block, there'll be a new video coming up tomorrow as you guys are listening to this. So check it out. It's a, it's a, uh, it's essentially like Christmas every month for for nerds. Essentially, because yeah. because you, you don't know what's what's going to be in it. I see a lot of people uh, raving about Loot Crate, and, and as you mentioned, there's a, there's a couple of other ones out there as well. But uh, and, and by the way, I, that, that's just speaking specifically about. Uh, geek culture stuff as far as the uh the subscription box service goes it, they've got one for like anything you can imagine we're, we're just yeah. focusing on our, our dogs have one if, if you listen to anybody on podcast one <laughs> there you go <laughs> i'm sure you could get one full of sherry's berries you can get chocolate oh, yeah. strawberries every month maybe get one from legal zoom too. get a divorce in a box you're good to go <laughs> <laughs> um Aaron, it feels like it's been about 27 years, but we finally have a date for the Series 8 premiere of Doctor Who. Oh, God, I know. It took forever for them to just tell us August 23rd, 2014, Aaron. That's all they had to say. They just had to say. They didn't even have to say August 20. They could have just given us the number of the month and the day. Yep. Yep. That's it. I would have been fine. That's They they didn't even have to say the whole word, but no, they they strung (laughs) us along uh, this far. Uh, they They also paired that with an, another famously, incredibly short BBC teaser video. Uh, but this time there was... I'm there was talking, it's more. the fuckers from AMC, man. They're starting to take over trailers for everybody. <laughs> They're like, look, we're going to... Well, I'm convinced at some point in the last season of Mad Men, the last half of the last season, we're going to get a one-second teaser trailer. <laughs> it's just going to be a close-up of Don's eye, and that's right. it. And then when the episode occurs, it's going to be a close-up of Don's eye, and then it'll pull back, and a bullet will go through it. Something like that. Like, oh my god, right. I had no As idea. he's riding a, a fire-breathing unicorn. I mean, just <laughs> yeah. something you know, really out there. Yes. He's on one of Roger's acid trips. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so the Doctor Who trailer, actually, we got a little bit of... Uh, we got a, a small snippet, which people are people are reading a lot into. So, um, are you? Uh, do you think uh, that... Uh, with this trailer, they are being literal, or do you think that they're just trying to stir up a conversation amongst the fans? I mean, it, it, it could very well be a tone for the entire season. I mean, we know how those guys operate, so I mean, it you know, maybe just because he is such a departure, like Peter Capaldi is from Matt Smith, that they feel the need to you know kind of acknowledge that, and you know, like you know, you should tune in because you don't know if he's going to be a good guy, you know a good man or not. It could take a few episodes before we figure out what this doctor's all about. So I mean, right. I was going to watch the damn show regardless, but the fact that they're oh, yeah. really starting to hype you up a little bit now, it's like oh, like my palms are sweaty just talking about it. So yeah, it was um, it, it like I said, it, it's really short. It's yeah. Uh, kind of just like a, a pan around shot of Capaldi and the TARDIS as there's sparks and explosions and the lights are going on and off everywhere. And uh, it's overlaid with the text of him asking Clara if if he's a good man. 
and there's a shot of Clara in his iris or something. You know, the, they do right. a lot of those See, shots. See, the, the AMC thing you're talking about, Don Draper's <laughs> eye. <laughs> and, uh, and Clara says she doesn't think she knows who the Doctor is anymore. Um, the TARDIS getting all sparky and blowy-uppy looking, I, I think it's pretty self-explanatory, because BBC has a couple of pictures up from uh, Capaldi and, and, and Clara. Oh, the, the, in the, the new TARDIS set already. The, there's, a new, there, there's, a, there's a new TARDIS set, so yeah, that's... That probably explains that. Uh, and it's also entirely possible that the text in this trailer was taken completely out of context. Uh, and that's almost almost completely likely. But uh, right. it's, also, it's also possible that, you know, they might try to stir it up a little bit. But there are definitely people who are definitely reading into it way too much and taking it very literally like, oh, my God, is he going to be a dick the whole se- – it's like the doctor can't hey, be an asshole. He has been – like in the past we covered this like around right? the 50th anniversary. He's <laughs> been was, a real motherfucker a lot of times. So, I was going mean, to say he has been kind of a dick to people from time to time. Yeah, I mean but, but like you said, it could just very well, very well be a throwaway. Like maybe as soon as he uh, – as soon as he regenerated, you know, Clara tells him, oh, you're a good man. He's like, am I a good man? You know, just something like a, a little – Right, right. Just a little flippant remark like that. I mean, you know, so you never know, but uh, yeah, right. God, I'm excited. I mean, you know, or it's just as likely that she could say you are a good man. And he's like, all right, and goes uh, fucking Malcolm Tucker on her, and cusses her ass out and then drives <laughs> right. a spike through her head for all we know. Uh, that's unlikely to happen. Don't nobody fucking email and be like, unlikely, but I mean, you know, yeah, not impossible. <laughs> of course, <laughs> um, it's 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 fairly unlikely, but. Yeah, I think uh, so. <laughs> uh, so it already happened to the Flash, and now it's happening to Constantine. Uh, so the pilot for Constantine leaked out onto the interwebs as well. It did. Did you did you watch this? I did not see that. I did see it. <laughs> um, did anyone else get a chance to see it? No. Nope. Okay. So oh once again, God, Aaron thanks. finds himself on the exclusivity list. <laughs> uh, what, what did you think? How does it look? I liked it. I mean, the the tone of the show is very much constant. I mean, it, it's very dark. I mean, it's a lot of the stuff they did. I'm sitting here watching, like, holy shit! Like after Hannibal, I mean, there's a whole new bar uh, of what they can get away with, uh, you know, just on on regular TV. So it's oh. uh yeah, it's there's a lot of very demonic. I mean, it's Constantine, like in in every sense of the comic book itself. And there's a little tease uh, in here too for other, you know other members of of you know Justice League Dark. We know Guillermo del Toro said that's what he's moving on to after his next movie, and he's going to use Constantine from the from the TV show. So if he's already mm-hmm. connecting his TV show, you know why wouldn't Flash and Arrow? Uh, but anyway, uh, at the end, I mean, his last line is you know who would be crazy enough to take this walk with me? You know what I mean? And then he starts going all hellblazer apeshit but right there he's laying the groundwork for you know other dark heroes to join him to to fight this uh you know this good and evil so it uh the show itself was great the the guy who played constantine i wish i could tell you his name but man keanu reeves just got took to school i mean which isn't hard really (laughs) well i mean he's good in some things like point break the the remake i'm not excited for at all uh but but this this guy here who played constantine was just absolutely superb um cody i don't know if you got a chance to see this or not but somebody snapped a picture of henry cavill wearing civilian clothing (laughs) and uh the internet went apeshit about it how do you feel about his wardrobe choice yeah, he's just wearing clothes. I don't see what the big deal is. People wear clothes every day. Yeah, but he, he's naked under those clothes. <laughs> but those are Clark Kent clothes, as we are led to believe, according to all of the sources. So Yeah, okay. I mean, I can totally... 
Glenn, can you not differentiate between <laughs> Clark Kent and normal clothes? Clearly, Clark Kent has specific clothing. Yeah, like glasses that I don't see. <laughs> well, but his, his hair is combed in Superman style right now. Oh, yeah, so he, he's in between. He might just be, you know, Henry Cavill right now and not Clark Kent. Yeah. <laughs> I just have no idea why people made a big deal out of this. Like, there's like uh, the screen, the Screen Crush article that got the picture has like three (laughs) different pictures and each is more boring than the last it's all the same picture from various shots or whatever but it's (laughs) just just him and it's just him in nice clothing like doesn't he look miserable in that picture oh absolutely like Like, i swear to god he he could insert that shot of him into the sarah mclaughlin like aspca commercials (laughs) about the crying dogs and just see that face like oh my god i want to hug superman he looks so sad yeah through the eyes of an angel you guys (laughs) right um, I just don't know why this was a big deal. Um, I mean, I, I think the, the face, the way I worded it on Facebook, I think summed it up pretty well. Uh, Henry Cavill, uh, wore regular clothing in a picture. Clark Kent wears regular looking clothes. Henry Cavill is playing Superman and Superman versus Batman Dawn of Justice. Superman's alter ego is Clark Kent. Here's a picture of Henry Cavill as Clark Kent wearing regular clothes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what the, what the shit? Uh, I mean, maybe if it was like, you know, maybe if we got some sort of shot of like Superman and Batman, like nose to nose, making like angry face at each other or something, that would be something. That would be something. Or uh, even them face to face making kissy face. I don't give a oh, shit. Oh yeah, but, that's let, even let's better. See them face to face. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe that's what the Superman versus Batman thing really is. Maybe Superman and Batman come together and through their love, they come together to come together. Is that what you're getting at here? They they come together to justice is therefore dawned from their love. I can see mm. that. Yeah, maybe we're just looking at this movie the complete wrong way. Uh, well, maybe Superman gonna... wouldn't survive that because friendship is magic, so <laughs> oh, that man. would never happen. Wow. <laughs> well, if there's Mal... actually a story behind that, and it's from the guy. It's from the guy who voiced Goku, and that's how he said he would beat Superman in a fight would be through friendship. So there's a less gay reason for that. Oh well, and of course. Um... <laughs> If Mallrats is considered canon, uh, the only person who could have sex with Superman would be Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Yeah, yeah, she'd be the only person. Yeah, because his his genetics would be enhanced by Earth's yellow sun, so he would blow a load like a shotgun through his. <laughs> Probably through Batman's forehead. I mean, or, yeah. or the back of his head, depending. Probably. Um, fucking a. Let's talk about. Uh... <laughs> it's taking a weird turn here. Did anybody see Transformers? <laughs> yeah, let's. <laughs> Let's, let's get a, of weird turn. Let's, right. Let's <laughs> okay. get away from let's get away from racism, and misogyny, and homosexual tendencies. And let's talk about the latest Transformers film, you guys. Oh, I'm sure none of that will be found in this movie at all. Uh, Transformers: Age of Extinction. We do have a review. Glenn, I think, has been too scared to write a review. I'm not sure. I've not been <laughs> home to write a review. I, I want to hear all about it though in great detail. Um, Dan, Dan does have a review up. Dan O'Neill has a review up on the website, uh, which he. Deep? Which he generously gave two and a half geeky glasses to, and that is that seems incredibly generous, uh, given the uh, the the Rotten Tomato score I believe that it is currently at, which is uh, a staggering sixteen percent. Oh, jeez! And, and the audience was at sixty. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we're talking about the box office because. So I have to write two reviews. <laughs> one for the audience. 
the um, he's going to write a critique of the audience. That that'll be awesome. Actually, I I fully endorse this. Uh, You're all dumb. End of blog. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, Glenn, I don't think Glenn can go quite that far uh, to the extreme because you were also a part of that audience mm. as well. So um, unless I had unless... to see this train wreck. I... <laughs> Um, here, here's the thing. Before you even talk about it, I just want to point out that it's the what fourth Transformers movie. Mm-hmm. It is Transformers movie number four. And let me reiterate again that it is a Transformers movie, and it clocked in at a Lord of the Rings esque two hours and forty five minutes. Shit. Is this, what is this thing like Gettysburg? What? What? Is I think this? the first two hours <laughs> were just letting Marky Mark like get his confused face off. From what? seeing a robot turn into a truck. You know what? That's not too far from what <laughs> Oh, I love it. Tell well, me all when, about it. When no, take, take us on a trip. Hours. <laughs> definitely, definitely an hour of it of like, oh my god, I got this robot in my bond. And they're like, oh, okay, first thing I gotta get off my chest. The accent? Are you gonna talk about the accent again? Yeah, because he's from Texas, right? <laughs> it's it's not. And TJ Mil- Miller is from Texas. <laughs> That didn't bother me. It's the it's what T.J. Miller had on the top of his Mini Cooper that bothered me. Oh, okay. So this Texas movie, flag? No, oh. it was a surfboard. And apparently, oh. this movie takes place in Paris, Texas, which Paris, Texas is about ten hours away from the coast. Oh, because <laughs> it's about two hours away from where I live, and I'm about ten hours away from the coast, just horizontally other. So there's that, and I'm. And the fact that it looked, I mean, the nice thing is it looked like every small town, or the small town I grew up in here, uh, very tr- white trash, um, everything's broken down, looks <laughs> like it may have been something back in the 70s. Tumbleweeds. Uh, so, tumbleweeds. Uh, so that happened, but there's a moment where you meet his daughter's girlfriend, um, and her boyfriend is an Irish guy. And he goes, where is he from? Oh, he's from Texas. He's like, well, I know that accent. It doesn't sound like he's from Texas. It sounds like some damn lucky charms. <laughs> the fact that they have the gall to have Mark Wahlberg call, wow. call out a guy who's not, who clearly doesn't have a Texas accent <laughs> really bothered me. And that happens about an hour into the movie. And, uh, and then there's, you know, the hour and 45 minute action sequence that just gets dulled out and i kind of forgot we were in action sequence because shit just keeps happening uh now hold on before we move move on further you mentioned mark Wahlberg has a daughter in this movie is she the main female in the film yeah i mean if you've ever seen bates motel she's a girl who plays bradley who's kind of a little slut monger in that tv show oh that's probably why Uh, michael bay was like i need this girl for my next film yeah Uh, it's weird that they they're like she is 17 i'm like well i mean i know she's 22 because she's a year younger than me in real life right um she's already gone through high school in one of the shows (laughs) uh Uh, so wait a minute she's so she's i'm I'm guessing very good looking yeah and and the majority of her screen time is either spent uh i'm guessing Posing for the camera or running and screaming? Actually, most of her shots are far away. There's something I caught in this movie that I, I don't really know if I noticed it in the other Michael Bay films. But there's a lot of like her having to bend over and her shirt is short enough so it shows her lower back. Amazing. 
was the yep. back dimples. Like that. That's in every fucking movie. It just, it, there was quite abundance of it. And I was like, man, it's weird that they're exploiting her sexually. And they clearly state the fact that she's 17. So I don't know if Michael Bay's like making this a performance art piece or what. <laughs> but uh, What do her thumbs look like? <laughs> um, she do, Oh, yeah, you do see her thumbs because she doesn't get her scholarship to college because her father's broke and she needed that scholarship to go to college. Yeah. Because she chose University of Texas, which is like fifty grand a semester. So you know she's got her her sights a little bit lower than that. Um, Can't believe I we're mean, reading this much into the Transformers film. But, well, they did have to fill three hours for a fucking Transformers movie. My mind had time to just kind of go off and think about subplots that they didn't expand on because it is just blowing shit up for yeah. three hours. Uh, and yes, we were right about Ken Watanabe's drift character. Uh, yeah, definitely. It is super racist because he is a samurai who turns into a helicopter and calls off this prime sensei the whole time. <laughs> of uh, and then John Goodman is a basically what I would imagine he would have been in Vietnam through his uh, uh, Deuce, uh, Deuce Bigelow, Big uh, Lebowski right. uh, character. So we got to see that happen. And then John DiMaggio was a uh, was a British drifter guy. Really? I, they, yeah. couldn't, they couldn't sneak in like the voice of Bender for one of the Transformers because that would have been great. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Oh, I wish oh, it was, but no, that's it. That. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, wow. So Nothing the, happens in three hours. It literally is just stuff keeps happening, and it happens so much that nothing happens. Yeah. We're right back where we start at the end of the movie. Just like all the Marvel movies. It's like being in the eye of a tornado, I've heard a couple people say, where you're just, everything seems to, like, nothing seems to be happening right in front of you, but all around you, there's shit going everywhere, and you have no idea what's happening, but yet it still feels like this eerie calm of, like, nothingness occurring. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bill Paxson isn't there to hold my hand and hold me to a, you know, a right. water pipe that, I guess, goes 100 feet in the ground so you and, don't get nope. you know, shredded. No Aunt Meg and her homemade slaughtered beef. No, nothing like that. <laughs> no, it uh, it's it really is just like three hours of filler. You know, I, I, the nice thing about Michael Bay, he will kill bystanders, and he is not afraid of it. Like he, his movies really should get R for just the people you see die in the background. It's practically like a Superman movie, Aaron. Except, right. <laughs> except he's not shameful of it. Oh no, you just show it right. He just fucking kills everybody. <laughs> um, so, not to, uh, do you plan on writing a full review then? Yeah, I will. I, like I said, they're, they're, I kind of got to write two parts. One will be caveman-esque, and I'll give it that rating as far as, you know, uh, for the mouth-breathing people like me and who came in droves and saw this movie. I mean, I don't know if like a lot of people went and saw it, because everybody I saw it with is like, well, I mean, fuck it. I've seen all the other three. I might as well just see this one because yeah, that's I'm where I was completionist. At well. I have to see it just because it exists. Tell me Not some so of the... It's good. Okay, well, hold on here. Tell me some of the Grimlock stuff was at least cool. A little bit. Just a yeah. tiny bit cool. Okay. Yeah, when it happened. Um, <laughs> did, it, did, it not, did, moment. did it not happen very much? Uh, I, let's see. The last scene is, you know, an hour and 45 minute battle. So... I would say like 20 minutes of it is when you get to see Gridlock and the so, other two. So wait a second. He he took the Gareth Edwards approach to Godzilla 
but then amped it up by about 9,000 times, like where Gareth Edwards kind of slow burned Godzilla. It sounds to me like they sat here and pimped giant transforming dinosaur in all of the trailers, and then he shows up for 20 minutes at the end of the movie. I mean, you see him at the beginning because he's frozen because the first Transformers came to Earth and killed all the dinosaurs. Oh, my God. That's what the movie's about. <laughs> Holy shit. It's, it's about them getting this bomb that kills everybody. I mean, it was really sad to see Kelsey Grammer in this movie because I, I don't understand how he picks these garbage <laughs> roles for movies. And he had, like, one of the funniest hey, comedies of all time. What do you time. mean? He's going to be in The Expendables 3, mister. You take that back. I just, I don't get it. How does this guy <laughs> have such respect for himself on the small screen? But when it comes to the big screen, he's like, oh, fuck it. I'll just take the money. Yeah. Um, and then Stanley Tucci is really good in it. He fills that John Turturro kind of comedy role, I guess. But probably better, but, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. It's just like... There's a there's this other company out there called Red Letter Media, and yes. they recently did a review of them watching all three Transformers movies at the same time. Bless their souls. And they said, like, <laughs> and the thing is, like, there's a lot of things that happen at the same time. They all kind of hit the same beats all at once. And so, trying to remember what I tried to block out, um, I I guess it was like exposure, and uh, I. Yeah, definitely. He definitely does the same thing over and over again, and we just keep watching it. He just, he knows how to make money, and I don't. I wish it wasn't true. Are there any? Are there any references to the previous films at all, or anything? Uh, like? And the fact that we don't work with Transformers anymore. I mean, they just say that the human Transformer team got disbanded, uh -huh. and we're hunting them down because they told everybody that after Chicago they were going to kill all Decepticons and keep. The Autobots safe, but Kelsey Grammer's a two-faced son of a bitch and wants to kill them all. I see. Uh, and uh, no mention of Optimus Prime's old friend tragically died when Optimus tripped and stepped on him, crushing him instantly. Nothing it's, like that. It's weird because, like, they show Sentinel a lot, but they don't... But the whole thing is, like, Megatron is not... Because he puts his data into the other Transformers that Stanley Tucci is making. This sounds it's ridiculous. A, and wow. so, like, but they mention that, like, oh, Megatron's Jesus. not dead. His uh, data is being uploaded into the other prototypes that we're making because we found them. Anyways, I could go on on that, but I won't. But wait, there's no reference to the booth at all? they don't ever reference putting his data in there. It's just Megatron's data. So they make no reference to, to, to the Shia? No reference? No, and never, they never bring up Witwicky. I mean, it's weird, because, like, I guess, like, Optimus Prime and Mark Wahlberg are supposed to be, like, going through the same thing. Like, his daughter rebels against him, and Optimus is like, I had to go through that with Bumblebee. So now, all of a sudden, Bumblebee is, like, a son to Optimus Prime, which didn't exist in the previous three <laughs> movies. So, that was interesting. May they couldn't have done some sort of subplot where they insinuate that Witwicky's been thrown in prison for causing all this shit in the first place? That's right. It's his fault, so they locked him in Gitmo or something. Yeah, I mean, like, Tyrus Gibson, Josh Jamel, nothing. Uh, that they, they, they aren't there anymore. Well, I mean, the weird, and you know what the funny thing is? I think we all, at, at, at first hearing of this, was like, oh, probably for the better. Turns out, nope, guess not for the, I mean, <laughs> not for the better, not... Is it for the is, Glenn? Is it for the worse, or is it just just there? It's just it's it's more of the same. But you have Mark Wahlberg 
actually able to fight Transformers, which they basically gave humans nothing to do uh, in the first three movies. They're just kind of there as fodder, and this one, humans actually can kick some ass. Um, Black so, Ops people. I mean, I've heard I've heard a lot of people say that like this is their least favorite of the Transformers movie, just because, <laughs> just because so much like so much of their time was wasted. Like it wasn't as poorly made as like the second movie or anything like that, but it was just like it was so long and so pointless that it's instantly their least favorite just because, you know, that it really does. So what do you think they should have trimmed this movie down to? Because clearly 245, way too long. Can they well, trim it all the way back to number three? <laughs> I was going to say, when they said, hey, let's make a fourth Transformers movie, they probably could have trimmed it right there. Uh, well, uh, we're going to talk about well, the box office in a second. We're <laughs> going to see why they didn't. Uh, we're going to see exactly why they continue to do um, what they did. Uh, and it's, uh, in a lot of ways, sad. It's it's bring, it's starting to bring me back to our Aaron, our long discussions about the, the days of uh, Twilight in, in the theaters. Mm, uh, and we had to talk week after week about how well those movies were that doing. That was the that worst, was, man. That was such a, those were such dark, a low point. Those were dark days in the, Indeed. the, the podcast. Um, so let's look at the box office. Uh, number five was Maleficent. It, uh, it held its spot at number five from last week. Uh, did eight million, eight point three million. 8.3 million. Uh, Think Like a Man 2 dropped three spots in its second week. And dumped sixty four percent. It dropped sixty four. So the that's a one week movie, essentially. Uh, it did ten point three million. How to Train Your Dragon two uh, stayed at the number three spot and did uh, thirteen point two million. Um, by the way, it's uh, does anybody remember how the first movie? I remember the first movie doing insanely well. Um, God, I don't it, remember. I don't remember how much it did, but uh, right now. The the sequel is up to two hundred and twenty eight million worldwide. Wow, I feel uh, like that's a lot lower than the first. Yeah, one. it's in its it's in its third week, which is weird because like everybody I know loves the first one. Apparently, none of those people went and saw the second one. Yeah, I heard like no hype about no. the second movie at all, uh, which is weird. Yeah, given how. Uh, um, Given the uh, yeah, all of the positive talk about the first movie, I nobody seemed all that interested. Um, the uh, the first movie ended up, eh, I don't know, I guess not. I, I thought the first movie did way better. Uh, apparently, it did four hundred ninety four point eight million worldwide. Uh, so this movie seems like it could be on par uh, for for that number as well. Uh, maybe just people aren't talking about it as much. I don't know. Uh, 2022 Jump Street maintained its number two position uh, and did uh, 15.8 million. And uh, the uh, this is the saddest news I've had to read in quite some time. Uh, Transformers: Age of Extinction debuted with a little over 100 million dollars. Jesus! It is already after its first week of release here in the states and uh, com- compiled with domestic. Is already over three hundred and two million dollars. Oh. How? How I ask you? It's it's a three hours Transformers, the fourth Transformers movie at three hours. Jesus! It made its it made its production budget back in a week. Well, get ready for number five, people. Oh yeah, yeah, they're guaranteed. There's they've already they announced uh, 
a fifth one a while back. There's there's more of them. There's probably going to be a sixth as well. Yeah, that's a oh. he signed a three picture deal. With Mark did. Oh God! How about some good vibrations? <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for lightening the mood, sir. I, I desperately needed it after uh, after that. That was it's incredibly disheartening news. Uh, I got something else that might cheer you up. Sure, hit me with it. Any- uh, at Think Geek for four hundred twenty-four dollars uh, and ninety or fourteen hundred twenty-four dollars and ninety-nine cents, you can get an Optimus Popularis keyboard. <laughs> okay. So they do have something for a grand on the site. What what is what does this keyboard do that makes it worth uh, over a G? I don't even think I'm smart enough to read the description. Uh, it's got 70, <laughs> like 77 functions you can program for like engineering, uh, you know, Arabic. You can do music. I mean, there, there's so much dumb shit. Oh, yeah, I say dumb shit because I don't understand it. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. Insanity. Well, there you go, everybody. If you want to pull your money together and buy this keyboard and you can kind of take turns like. Oh, it's even got a digital uh, a digital display on it for like streaming like weather uh Stock quotes, access to your email, hotkeys, shit like that. So it's, uh, I mean, if you're going to buy anything for $1,400, I think a keyboard uh, using the link through our site is the way to go. That apparently does everything. Yeah. So any it, of our stockbrokers that listen in on this podcast. Yes. Or, any kids that, or any kids that just want to cheat on their homework. Apparently this keyboard seems like it'll do it for you. It will. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, if everybody wants to just pool their money together, you guys can share it like a team that wins the Stanley Cup. They each get it for like I a I think week. they could all do their homework in like about five seconds flat. So, I mean, yeah. 14 to 100, 100 of them could get together and do this. <laughs> yeah, I see that going like Radioactive Man issue number one in The Simpsons. <laughs> 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 what a reference that is, sir. Um, let's look at the... Um, oh, I got Mr. Burns. <laughs> let's yeah. look at what's getting released into to theaters this weekend, this coming weekend. Um, there are three wide releases, and uh, they... Uh, I guess they all look like winners, maybe. I don't know. I'm, I'm just making that up. I have no idea about any of these movies. Uh, the first is Deliver Us from Evil. I feel like there's been a lot of movies with this title. Could I? Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like there's been at least six horror movies with this title. Isn't no, there I, one I don't that's think called you're wrong. Deliver Us from Eva? Isn't that like a... <laughs> I think that was a TV show, wasn't it, or something? That's a... Uh... Yeah, yeah, Gabrielle Cool G. I knew it wasn't crazy. I knew that existed. <laughs> Um, well, this one is about a New York police officer struggling with personal issues. Oh. Isn't it the guy who's going to do Doctor Strange did this movie? I might think it's somebody else. It uh, was, uh, uh, Derrickson. Yeah, this is Scott Derrickson's picture. Yeah. Um, the cast is actually not terrible. Eric Bana is in it. Edgar a Ramirez. Hulk. Yes. Uh, Edgar Ramirez, Olivia Munn, Joe McHale are the, uh, Olivia Munn. How the fuck is she still acting? Uh, the newsroom. She was in that newsroom oh, show. She was in a, a serious uh, drama show. She's which, terrible. Which, by the way, I thought, did anybody watch that? I thought the newsroom was okay. I thought she was good in it as well. I'm guessing nobody watched it. Uh, I'm not a big Aaron Sorkin. Um, me neither, Reaching actually. at the choir kind of guy. Yeah, me me neither, really. But um, it was <laughs> uh, it was on one night and watched it. And I'm, I like uh, Jeff Daniels, so. Uh, yeah, we, we, we watched it. It was pretty good. I like it. Oh, but you can't get in the Dumber and Dumber 
too, but you like Jeff Daniels. I like Jeff Daniels, of course. Yeah, it's not like I like <laughs> Jeff Daniels, so I'll I'll jump off a fucking bridge if he jumps off a bridge. No, of course not. Uh, Earth to Echo is opening uh, in wide release. Um, has anybody heard or seen anything about this either? These are it looks like... like almost a shot-for-shot shot remake of E.T., but with a little robot from, like, batteries not included. <laughs> oh. um, it looks dumb. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> it doesn't look great. It looks really stupid. It's the only movie that appears to have been pre-screened for critics, though, and that's coming out this weekend, and uh, with, uh, with a scant nine reviews at 67%. So. Hmm. Six hmm. four and three against, um, and the uh, the other wide release is Tammy. I'm sure you guys have all seen the oh yeah uh, the uh, the commercials for it. Melissa, uh, Melissa McCarthy, Susan Sarandon, uh, Mark Duplass, K- uh, Kathy Bates, Dan Aykroyd, uh, Sandra O oh, um, are all in the cast. Um, what did you guys? Did this look interesting. This feels like one of those movies that, like, quick, let's throw it in there before a big movie comes out. Yeah, I mean, it it looked like it's uh, along the line of like the Heat, you know, or uh, or something like that. But I mean, you know, her movies are genuinely funny. So I mean, you know, it uh, it'll be one you could pretty much just uh, unplug and giggle for an hour and a half. I'm sure. Right. the uh, The trailer didn't do me any favor. I don't know. The trailer didn't win me over at all. The the Heat. I still haven't seen the Heat, but. Watching the trailers, I want to watch the Heat, and this—it was funny. I thought the Heat was funny. Yeah, this this didn't. All the jokes they featured in the trailer for this movie didn't didn't hit for me at all. But I think it's almost sad just seeing Susan Sarandon looking that old. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. I, I hear you, of course. Oh. That, that's saying something because she looked old in Bo Durham. <laughs> oh, that is true. Oh, she man. did look old in Bo Durham. <laughs> she looked old in Young Frankenstein. Holy shit, boy! <laughs> Fucking a. When was and Bo Durham? What? In, She's in Young Frankenstein. No, Susan she's Sarandon? in Rocky Horror Picture Show. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm like, wait, what? Uh, yeah, sorry. God, Cody's right. She did look old. And Bull Durham came out in 88, I think. So. Is, it was just the hair. I thought it was early 90s. It was 90s. just the perm. No, it was 80s. Yeah, this is uh, late 80s. Yeah, 1988 is when Bull oh. Durham came out. Um, gosh, you're right. Yeah. Good Lord. Okay, well, uh, on that sad <laughs> note about Susan Sarandon. <laughs> Uh, oh my god. Uh, you know what, Glenn? Do you want to see this Tammy picture? No, I really don't. Are you? Did you see? Did you see the heat? <laughs> did you see the heat film? No, and I didn't want to see that. Okay. Either. <laughs> Not a, okay, Cody. Is this down? Is this more down your alley? Is this something you'd watch? Uh, this is something that me and my wife could rent on DVD and enjoy for a night, but other than, I mean, I'm not going to go out of my way for it, but it's she'll nothing, probably enjoy it, so. It's nothing right. nothing worth shelling seven or eight bucks for a movie ticket for? Oh, no, I'll wait for the DVD. Uh, we got to wait a week. Next, not this weekend, but next weekend, a good one comes out, so we'll be all right. Yeah, uh, agreed. And that movie has already been screened in front of uh, a, a very small amount of people have already seen it and written reviews and uh, and so far uh, very glowing about that film that may or may not feature monkeys on horses um, <laughs> super excited to see that as well yeah um, but yeah the um, I think we, we clocked in kind of under a little bit uh, we're almost at an hour but we kind of clocked in underneath a little bit hey that's not too bad though uh, let me see here. Is there anything else? Any house cleaning that needs to be done? I believe we, uh, we talked about all of the important things. Not a mailbag question we can just hammer out real quick? 
possibly I'd have to go open my email and then sift through them there. Uh, Glenn, I almost called you Aaron. I'm sorry. Uh, fuck. Uh, That's fine. We looks like we got the same beard going on right now. You guys suck. You guys suck. Uh, I'm poor. I'm broke. Uh, that, I, I actually no, I'm just making that. I, I don't know. <laughs> Usually when we do the mailbag stuff, Glenn, I I try to look at it like two days in advance to sift through all of the spam and then people just writing in uh, to to tell me how amazing all of our voices sound. Um, that happens yeah. more often than you think. Get the fuck out of here. No, that's that's happened like three times ever. Uh, that's definitely more than I thought it would happen. Yes, seriously. That, <laughs> that's, yeah, that the over under would have been zero for me on that, that, that about, one. Holy I was going to say that is about three hundred percent higher than you'd expect. Would have taken the points, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, awkward, awkward podcast closings aside. Everything we talked about this week and then some. You mean you're not going to go back and cut that out? <laughs> no, it's <laughs> totally being left in. Oh, sweet Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> Cinemageekly.com. Uh, and of course, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus, Tumblr, uh, Instagram, um, YouTube. Uh, Aaron's channel, I don't think, has a specific name attached to it at the moment. Hamfisted. Um, could they find it if they just looked for it, though? Because I think you have to get like a custom YouTube uh, account, like ours is youtube.com slash cinemageekly. And I think the last time I looked at yours, it was youtube.com slash. Uh, oh, did you finally change it? Because last yeah. time I looked, it was random generated numbers and letters. Oh, is it? Oh, shit. Sign. It should be. Uh, oh, I don't know. Let me. Uh, I might be talking out of my ass here. You still <laughs> should be able to search for just Ham Fisted, though. Oh, possibly. Unless somebody does have a channel called Ham Fisted with the, with the title in it. In which case, um, that channel would show up instead. Well, what a bunch of fuckers. Indeed. Indeed. Um, yeah, right now when I look at it, it's it's uh, youtube.com slash many letters oh. uh, and numbers generated. I, I don't know how the hell to, how and to somewhere, change that. Probably somewhere in your settings is my guess. We're having this inappropriate <laughs> discussion about <laughs> YouTube settings. We right. should be ending a podcast. Uh, info at cinemageekly.com is where you can contribute to the mailbag we talked about earlier and awkwardly thought about searching through for a moment before deciding better of it. And, um, oh, of course, cinemageekly.com slash support. Everybody head there. Uh, of course, if you're way too lazy to type all that in, we've got a nice Amazon button, Think Geek banner right on the front page of the website. Uh, easy enough for you to click on. Somebody go buy that really expensive keyboard. Seriously. Uh, that would be that would be great. Uh, yeah. If, if you decide to, we'll have you on the podcast. I will throw that even out there. We will invite you in for a segment to talk about why you wanted to buy this keyboard. You can sit be... my couch for like a week if you I, want. Yeah, I'd be fascinated to know who would want to purchase <laughs> this thing and what you what use you could possibly have for it. Right. Uh, all right. So for uh, Cody Kelly and Glenn Bovey and Aaron De La Osa, I'm Anthony Lewis, and we will be back next week on the Cinema Geekly Podcast. Bass is taken away from the vocal? Not really. Maybe. It sounds balanced to me. It's definitely taken away from my vocal. Just take the bass down and bring up the vocal. Okay, let's do it, Nick. You heard him.